Hi, I'm Bob Ekblad. Welcome to my new podcast, Disciple, Word, Spirit, Justice, and Witness. I want to talk about what does it mean to be a disciple in this podcast. This is a vast topic as we have four gospel accounts where in each of them, Jesus recruits people and raises up the the 12 disciples. And we have many, many um, stories and examples of of what, how Jesus actually called people and trained them up and then deputized them. And eventually, uh, after his death and resurrection, he commissioned them and then the Holy Spirit filled them. And Jesus launched a movement. And it was a movement that was about disciples. You know, he began with 12, and but then moved on. And we see in Luke's gospel that uh, there were many disciples beyond the 12. And we see in the book of Acts that the disciples um, actually were more of a movement than anything else. And they weren't even called Christians until until later. But in the beginning, they were called disciples, which literally um, means pupil or student, learner, um, devotee. You know, a disciple is someone who actually comes under a teacher and learns from that teacher and is subject to that teacher and learns all of the way of thinking and being of that teacher. And today we need to rediscover this. There are so many powers that are uh, vying for our allegiance. You know, so many political movements, politicians, um, you know, ideologies and, uh, and, and just different brands that are uh, trying to recruit us to become followers. And, you know, there's many different religions and many different versions of the Christian faith. And, um, but really, Jesus, what he's calling us to is to follow him. And, um, you know, right in the beginning of the Gospel of Matthew, I just love the story of how Jesus actually goes about calling his first disciples. You know, we see in chapter 4 of Matthew that um, Jesus, he was going uh, about all Galilee and um and teaching in the synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and healing every kind of disease and every kind of sickness among the people. But even prior to that, Jesus um, walked by the Sea of Galilee and, um, and there he saw two brothers, Simon, who was called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And so even prior to Jesus's actual ministry, on-the-ground ministry, uh, the very first thing that he did was he went and he... He found people. And where did he go? He didn't go to the synagogue. He didn't go to the temple. He didn't go to the capital city. You know, he went uh, way up in the north country of Israel in in Galilee, which um, in Matthew's gospel is described as a place where people were sitting in darkness. And um, they were sitting in the land of the shadow of death. And Jesus goes into this place and he... um, and he sees these these people who are working class, you know, people, people that are out there. Um, they weren't looking for God. They were looking for fish. You know, they were casting their, their nets into the sea. They were going about their business. You know, they were trying to earn a living. Really, what they were looking for was, was fish and, uh, you know, to eat, but also to sell. So they were looking for money. So here's Jesus modeling a way of uh, reaching people where he takes the initiative, he goes right to where they are, he sees them, he calls them by name, 
and um, and I really think this is one of the first points that I want to I want to make and I want to return to over and over again. So often the church has just become uh, a, fo- a focused on hosting people. You know, we, we set up our church services, we set up our, our activities. You know, we have um, different different things that we host. You know, uh, maybe we have um, Bible studies, we have prayer meetings, we have worship services, we maybe host twelve-step um, groups, and uh, you know, men's breakfasts, women's breakfasts. But we're always the host, and it's all about bringing people into our building, into our facilities. And really, from the very beginning, what we see in terms of Jesus's own example is that Jesus is on the move, and he goes to where people are. He doesn't um, just expect them to come to where he is, although that happens. But usually the places where Jesus hangs out are on a mountainside or in the wilderness or along the road or in a home or in the, in the village and um, occasionally in a synagogue or in even less uh, often in the temple. And, and so what Jesus models is, um, is what we see right here in Matthew 4 is he sees and he, um, he calls these fishermen and he says to them, follow me and I will make you fishers of people. So Jesus' first imperative here addressed to would-be disciples is follow me. And this is a core aspect of discipleship, of what it means to be a disciple, is a disciple is someone who follows Jesus. The word disciple, matetes in Greek, actually the definition of it is um, a learner, a pupil, um, you know, a devotee, um, a student. And so a disciple is a student of Jesus. And, um, and that is a, a, that's a commitment that, that can go a lifetime. Um, I mean, more than a lifetime. It's an endless journey of learning um, to be like Jesus. And, um, and here the disciples are invited to actually follow him, literally to go with the, you know, the human being, Jesus, who, you know, who, the, who then, um, you know, began his ministry and, and, um, and went everywhere, went to many different places. And um, his short ministry, really three years of teaching, of healing, of casting out evil spirits, of, uh, you know, going from place to place. And um, so here, returning back to the story of the, of the fishermen, immediately they left their nets and they followed him. So Jesus is modeling uh, fishing for people, right? He says, follow me and I will make you become a fisher of people. So how did Jesus fish for people? Well, he went to where they were. He saw them. He called them. And he called them to follow him. Now, in our uh, making people uh, disciples, we're not seeking to make disciples of ourselves. Uh, what is really unique about our role as disciples of Jesus is that we're about making disciples of Jesus. So we're about connecting people, not just to ourselves, maybe initially to ourselves, because of just the importance of relationship and uh, the, the trust that is necessary for someone to, you know, to, uh, to allow us to journey with them, to help them um, meet, meet the one that we're following. But our greater objective is to connect people, to help them have an encounter where they would find themselves, called themselves to follow Jesus and to learn directly from him to be fishers of people. So Jesus um, says, follow me. And, um, 
I want to explore what that looks like here and now to follow Jesus. And, and what does it look like to, um, to follow him in a literal sort of way, but, but also just getting beneath the liter- literality of the text to the symbolic meaning of it as well. You know, immediately they left their nets. Well, many of us, maybe most of us are not fishermen, so we wouldn't be able to leave our nets. Okay, but, but what does the net represent? Well, for the fishermen, it was their means of doing their, um, doing their work, right? So for me, my, my, my net would be maybe my computer or my, my phone. And, um, and for others, it might be their carpentry tools or uh, their car. And so we all have, uh, we all have our equivalents of nets, but Jesus doesn't here tell these fishermen to leave their nets. They had to determine what they needed to leave in order for them to be able to actually follow Jesus and go on this journey of learning to be fishers of people. So Jesus goes on from there and he saw two other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee and John, his brother. So here Jesus starts out alone and then he's, but then he's with three and there's three of them, uh, Jesus and, and uh, Peter and Andrew. And now there's two others, um, the sons of Zebedee, James and John. And, and these two men are in the boat with Zebedee, their father, mending their nets. Okay, so he called them. No mention of him seeing them. And so just immediately he calls them. And um, there's no sense of them meeting any requirement. You know, we don't see Jesus uh, doing any kind of background check or requiring some special school of ministry uh, or looking at references or or anything. Um, Jesus invites them to follow him just as they are. And immediately they left the boat and their father and they followed him. So here we have three categories of things that are left. Nets, boat, and father. And how are those different from one another? You know, and what might it look like um, today? Like what do these categories of net, nets, boat, and father include for us? You know, this is one of the questions that I want us to explore together in other future podcasts. Um, But here we see Jesus... um, Right away, he goes throughout all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and healing every kind of disease and every kind of sickness. But now there's five of them. It's Jesus and four uh, fishermen who have who are who are brand new students, pupils of Jesus. And um, and we see in verse 24 that news about him spread throughout all Syria and they brought to him all who were ill those suffering with various diseases and pains, demoniacs, epileptics, paralytics, and he healed them. And large crowds followed him from Galilee, the Decapolis, and Jerusalem, and Judea, and from beyond the Jordan. So many people are following Jesus, large crowds. And, um, and, we, and we see that in addition to a direct call, it appears that Jesus' ministry of, of teaching and healing and casting out evil spirits also uh, was attracting and drawing uh, many people to follow him and to learn from him. And from there, we go right into the Beatitudes where Jesus sees the crowds and he goes up on the mountain and he sat down and his disciples came to him. And so, um, you know, how do we actually become a disciple of Jesus now? You know, I mean, we can come to Jesus because he is alive. He's been raised from the dead. And, um, he calls us 
and we can pray to him and we can speak to him. And um, we also have his teachings in the, in the scriptures. And so my first category um, in the subtitle of this podcast, Word, would include um, all of the teachings of Jesus. And um, in my uh, Bible, I have a red letter edition. You know, we see that um, Jesus has many things that he says. Some of the very first things he tells his disciples are the Beatitudes. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And, and he goes on. And then there are so many um, other teachings in Matthew 5, 6, and 7, which is really like a discipleship manual, you know, for anyone um, who would be uh, wanting to be a disciple of Jesus. At the end of Matthew, in on the 20th chapter, in the 20th chapter, verse 18, Jesus came to his disciples after his resurrection, right before he ascended to be with the Father. And he said to them, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, um, and actually, literally, it's not an imperative there. It's in Greek, it's as you go or as you're going, make disciples. So the, the order there is to make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So Jesus, um, his, his, his um, teaching here involves um, us learning how to actually take his teachings um, and identify them. You know, in order to be able to teach people to, to practice everything that he's commanded, we have to know what he commanded. And so how do we know what he's commanded? Well, we have um, the gospel account. We have Matthew, we have Mark, Luke, John, many, many um, things that Jesus teaches. And so um, in our community here at Tierra Nueva, we, we did a whole study where we began in Matthew chapter 1 and, and just began to look for things that Jesus ordered. And does anyone know what the very first uh, imperative is in Matthew's gospel? It's actually right before Jesus um, calls the disciples in chapter 4. Jesus says in verse 17, Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. So the first imperative that uh, we would need to practice ourselves is repent, is to repent, repentance, to change our, our way of thinking. The second um, order that Jesus gives is actually follow me, um, and um, I will make you become fishers of people. And there are many, many, many more that we can identify in Matthew's gospel. And so um, word, you know, looking at um, Jesus's own teachings in the gospels is one way that we can become a disciple. Spirit is also essential. Um, Jesus, after he um, departed, he promised that he was going to send um, the Holy Spirit, you know, the promise of the Father that would empower his disciples to follow him. And, and this is what he does in, um, you know, in Acts, in the book of Acts, in Acts chapter, t chapter 2, when the Spirit comes and it's the spirit that it, we have as um, our teacher, as our as our tutor, to bring to memory the to remembrance the teachings of Jesus, and um, and those teachings have everything to do with life in the here and now, and it's um, it's one of the you know one of the the really valuable aspects of learning how to be a disciple is learning about the gift of prophecy, and and the gifts of the Holy Spirit which we need in order to be able to follow Jesus. Um, in the day-to-day. -day. 
And so that's something we're going to be exploring as well is, is the gifts of the Spirit and what does it mean to be led by the Spirit and to experience Jesus as being with us always, um, which I believe is through the Spirit that is, has been poured out. And so it's not just about being students of the words and, you know, and following them in some kind of rote way, but it's about us learning how to follow the Holy Spirit's leading and then to engage in works of justice and mercy in the world. Um, so in the next few weeks, I'm going to be introducing some of these categories further. And also we're going to be bringing in people who are going to bear witness of their own journeys following Jesus. So I invite you to stay tuned and, um, and let's just close with a prayer. And I, I, I hope that you will subscribe to this podcast and let other people know about it. I'm excited to learn a lot more about what is what it means to be a disciple of Jesus. And I hope that 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 excitement will be contagious. So let's pray. So Jesus, thank you that you are with us always. And thank you for all of your teachings and that you are all about what you were always about, going to where the people are, seeing us and calling us. Help us to experience your call and to step into uh, into line behind you and to follow you in a fresh and new way as we um, as we go into this 2022. We ask for you to send your Holy Spirit to inspire us and to guide us in this journey. And uh, we thank you that we can, um, we have the scriptures available to us and we ask that you make them just come alive in a fresh way and that you bless us all uh, so that we can uh, become fishers of people and we can practice what you say of making disciples of all the nations. So we ask this in your name, Jesus. Amen.